Bitcoin, the only real money, the only, the only uncorruptible money, the only money they can't print into oblivion, the only money that you have a fixed, definite known supply of, the only time in human history we've really had a pristine money, which is so simple. You don't even need a bank to do it for you. You can just pay, A can pay B. If I wanna send you some money, I just do it. I don't need an, an institution in the middle taking a percentage. You don't, you don't need Western Union, you don't need the banks, you don't need the governments. And you don't need anyone controlling you don't need anyone control the fact is if you have if you have anyone in control of the money then it's out of control because people aren't in control of themselves you can't control it bitcoin's similar in gold in that you can you can change what you do in relation to bitcoin you can change what you do in relation to gold but gold won't change for you because gold's an inanimate object bitcoin there's no bitcoins not like the altcoins where they they say they're decentralized but they're not they they have head offices they have people in charge you go to the ethereum website the algorand website the polka dot website the cardano all all this stuff they all have faces they all have photos of people you can control they all live under a jurisdiction they all have to kowtow to a government Bitcoin's not like that. There's no Bitcoin customer services. There's no head of Bitcoin. You can't control it. It exists. It, it just is. And you have to work around Bitcoin. That's why Bitcoin can't be controlled. All the other cryptocurrencies can be controlled. You know, you can't just have a node that's independent and says, you know, um, by the way, um, to start, I have to say, I'm not a financial advisor, and none of this is financial advice, and uh, you should do your own research, and uh, what's the other thing they always say? Uh, oh, this video is for entertainment purposes only. These are just my thoughts on Bitcoin, and what, and why why I decided to make this video because there's a ton of videos pretty much saying the same thing as what I'm saying but that there needs there needs to be I mean this this fantastic thing we've got called YouTube is sort of like um, a blockchain of information you know it's not quite as good as Bitcoin because obviously it's you know run by a company but um, and it, and it is controlled and they can censor it and stuff, but the, the people can publish on YouTube and say things that the media, they, if, if you see the media purposefully giving out wrong information, I think it's good if loads of people go on the internet and say, sorry, that's not right. You, you can't, you can't just have some goon write a, five-page art, five article in Sunday Times magazine about Bitcoin who doesn't even understand what blockchain is and, and call that journalism. You can't. 
you know, you, you expect it from some newspapers, but the broadsheets are supposed to have sort of, you know, an educated brain behind what they're saying, and they don't. And, well, no, it's not that they're not educated, it's that they've been deliberately misleading, they're giving bad information out. Um, they're, they're convincing people that their own ignorance is risk. Oh, Bitcoin's too risky. Bitcoin's, they mistake ignorance for risk. It's not, I mean, relative to what is it risky? I mean, there, there's more safeguards that make me feel comfortable about keeping my money in Bitcoin, which I do. And relative to fiat money, I'm, I've done a lot better off than I would have if I kept it in a bank. And I think, well, and every everyone who owns Bitcoin, I think, is in that position now because it, it, at the moment it's at all-time highs and these massive corrections we have, because you can, because of leverage trading sort of, meaning this sort of price discovery we're journey price discovery journey we're on is very volatile doesn't actually compromise the bitcoin itself the the bitcoin itself unlike the financial systems proved to be is robust and secure and can deal with anything you want to throw at it india can try to ban it china can try to ban it the sec can think they're coming down on it the eu can you know christine lagarde can talk about regulation and all this stuff. you they they think they're above bitcoin they're not bitcoin's above them you can't clamp down the sec can't clamp down on bitcoin the sec can only clamp down on the american people india can't ban bitcoin they can only ban their own people from being able to they they're they in trying to clamp down on Bitcoin, they're only clamping down on their own people. They're only punishing their own people when they try to punish Bitcoin. And I'm a person, I'm British. I've just tried twice to buy some cryptocurrency and my bank won't let the transaction go through. And then I go to the bank and they say, oh no, it's not us, it's something going on their end. Rubbish. Because I've, I've, bought, on the, I've bought on that exchange before. It's just, it's temperamental and the, the, the exchange isn't changing. The exchange actually says, you know, you need to contact your card people. But, and then, then I went into one bank and the guy at the bank says, yeah, no, you can't, you can't um, buy from crypto exchanges from that account. I mean, I can download pornography, that's fine, but you can't buy crypto. So, yeah, they're putting out false information. The, the, the government of the Bank of England came out and said people that buy Bitcoin risk losing all their money. Okay, but if you're going to say that, what you're offering has to be less risky, otherwise it's completely misleading. And um, cash... This fiat currency, which they uh, are just running riot with and have run riot with. And if you look at the value, I mean, back in the day, you could buy gold for next to nothing. And now it costs thousands of dollars, thousands of pounds. Everything in the shops is going up. They're calling it inflation, conveniently taking house prices out, the figures. What can you buy a house for? Back in the day, you could be a bus driver and live in London and buy a house and have a family. 
everything's becoming on any any asset is becoming unaffordable with money and they're giving the poor people money sending out stimulus checks in America we've got a benefit system in the UK which is obviously necessary but the, the value of those pounds just are buying you less and less but the manufacturing is all being done in China and in, in Bangladesh if the manufacturing is being done so cheap why isn't the price coming down see they they've they're 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 taking the money for the the rich are taking the money for themselves and this is fact because since coronavirus the billionaires have got 12 and a half percent richer and the rest of us have got poorer they're transferring money from the poor to the rich they're sending out stimulus checks in america to the people who think oh great we're getting free money but in doing that they're devaluing the money they're giving the people and all the rich people have assets the asset prices are going through the roof because the money's being debased. It's just taken from poor people and giving to rich people. Bitcoin is a threat to that and they don't like it. So they're putting misinformation out to the people saying, oh, it's a Ponzi scheme, it's a bubble. It has no, Bitcoin it is, no, it has no intrinsic value. One guy on Bloom, not an employee of Bloomberg, but someone um Bloomberg were interviewing this hugely successful businessman said he saw Bitcoin as a limited supply of nothing. Well first of all the blockchain technology is revolutionary to finance as just the mechanics as the internet was to information. So to say there's no intrinsic value there is again completely false and I don't believe he doesn't know that. And also, relative to what? What's the intrinsic value of cash? I mean, these bits of paper with numbers written on them that we carry around in our wallets, what's their intrinsic value? Zero. I mean, if you want something with real value, first of all, it has to have a limited uh, supply because then the supply side of the equation always works in your favour. Well, that's Bitcoin more than any other any other asset, the only asset that has a, a fixed um, unchangeable supply. I mean even land, there's only so much land on planet Earth but what's available, you know, that it's, it's always fluctuating. Supply of Bitcoin is set in stone. Demand, well, the demand for cash is whatever the government could force it to be. The demand for Bitcoin, I, I just don't see any realistic way in which the demand for Bitcoin could go down because there's no there's no competitor to it. These other cryptocurrencies are, are not the same. They call them all cryptocurrencies, but you've got Bitcoin and you've got everything else. All right, you've got smart contracts, you've got all that kind of stuff, but it's Again, these are companies. These are these these are centralized companies. Bitcoin. Bitcoin is is its own thing, and it's because it's so pure and perfect as a system that you're not going to get Bitcoin Mark Two or or anything like that because 
you only need one network and it's it's already established itself so far you know beyond beyond what any other currency has i mean it's um bitcoin's probably got more in common with the pound than it has with ethereum um but yeah so what what's going to happen i mean i'm i've been buying bitcoin and you know i'm glad i have been but i, ju I just see that the the the, the health of bitcoin is is guaranteed to get stronger and the health of fiat currency is guaranteed to get even worse so people say well, am i too late for bitcoin it's like you've got no choice i mean like i say i'm not a financial advisor but if you if you if you have something that's dying which is cash and something that's and your only alternative really to get out of that is something that's growing now you can buy stocks in companies or something but they're all tied to the same monetary thing dragging everything down or you've got Bitcoin which is which is just growth then yeah it's a shame you didn't buy Bitcoin five ten years ago but that doesn't that doesn't mean the answer to now is to not do it because you either go up or you go down it's binary do you want to go up or do you want to go down and everyone's going down more people don't own Bitcoin than do. So the Bitcoin people are getting richer. And it's because people are scared to get Bitcoin. They're, they're scared because they think it's... They think that their own lack of knowledge about it... That, that is, it is risky to do something you don't understand. But the solution of that isn't to necessarily not do it. It's to understand it so you can therefore make a non-risky decision whether or not to go on or you know to buy Bitcoin or not buy Bitcoin but everyone's just sticking their heads in the sand because they're lazy and they're being misled and people are if you if you need to take people to the path of least resistance you don't have to try very hard so yeah that's my thoughts on Bitcoin now, now with the regulations, it's like, okay, so let's say the banks and the governments want to fight Bitcoin. Well, the regulations will only make Bitcoin stronger. I mean, when, when India banned Bitcoin, it just made it stronger. When China repeatedly banned Bitcoin to various extents, each time it just makes it stronger. Because the more they try to come down on Bitcoin, the more the public realise that Bitcoin's bigger than them. I mean, when when uh, the Federal Reserve and and the the, uh, the the higher power government people in the EU and and all and um, whatever they try, I mean, in Nigeria, Nigerian people are adopting Bitcoin. You know, they. I mean, Africa, I think, will will take. Well, I, don't, I mean, I'm not politics but the extent to which the governments try to fight Bitcoin is the extent to which the public will realize how strong Bitcoin is so and also the more regulations they put in place the more it opens up the the big money to be able to come in there's trillions and trillions of dollars waiting to come into Bitcoin that can't come in yet because it's unregulated they've got too much money tied up 
in in conventional S and P 500, FTSE 100. It, this kind of money needs there to be the the pathway of regulation, the the kind of the ETFs and and the and the uh, institutionally acceptable ways for the money to go in. That's just not there yet. And the more they put regulations in, the more money's going to go in. And the more people realise that when you try to clamp down on Bitcoin, you're only clamping down on your own people. When India banned Bitcoin, Bitcoin didn't lose out, Indians did. When China tried to ban Bitcoin, Bitcoin didn't lose out, Chinese people did, the Chinese governments do. You kick out all your miners, fine. Someone else will lap all those miners up, they all go to Texas, fine. Put, put all the mining in, in, in the hands of your arch rivals. I mean, it's like uh, when Napster comes out and just totally obliterates the music industry. First thing they do was try to fight it, which did nothing but advertise it. So everyone just started downloading music free. And then they realised, if we actually accept this technology, we can make money. And they did and they do. See, what Nap... I mean, Bitcoin to money is what Napster and downloading was to music. You take something that's being controlled by the establishment and you put it directly into the hands of the people and let them do what they want. And all you can do is work around that because the will of the people to have free music was out was stronger than the companies, the record companies. The record companies lost. They had to adapt to the changing environment, just like Charles Darwin says. The species that survives isn't the strongest or the cleverest. It's the one that can adapt to the changing environment. Everything else dies. That's why cash is dying. That's why the dollar and the pound, they might be going up and down relative to each other, but they're all falling through the sky. If you're falling to the bottom of the ocean, it's no good being three foot higher up than the guy that hits the ground before you. You're all drowning. And that, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing inflation with regards to the pound against Bitcoin. We're, we're seeing inflation with regards to the pound against everything in the shops. But the manufacturing is so cheap. So really, the prices should have gone massively down. I mean, the fact that manufacturing prices have gone down so much only disguises the extent to which true inflation has actually affected us. Without... I mean, true inflation is is way above what it appears to be if the cost of manufacturing has gone down, which it has. So, yeah. That's my thoughts. Anyways, you can tell I'm no expert. I'm no financial advisor. But... Yeah. See, we can only change what we do to bit. We can only do what we. We can only change what we do in relation to Bitcoin. Bitcoin's not changing for us, just like gold and silver don't change. That's not the case with cash. Cash is manipulatable, and that's why. That's why it's worth nothing, because the rich 
the rich are taking it, the rich are debasing it, so their assets go up, so the poor get poorer, the rich get richer. And that has happened, 12.5% they are. Anyway, yeah.